I found a box of old cassette tapes. They weren't numbered, they weren't dated, and they weren't organized whatsoever. These are those tapes. Thank you guys so much for, for meeting me. Um, I know that, I know y'all are really busy over in the, the snake sanctuary, but I, I have checked and double checked and I'm very sure that the lion is out and I, you guys don't have to help me find it, but just, I guess I'm just hoping we can keep between the three of us for right now, because you know, I'm on probation already for being late. But, and now now just to be, just out. to be clear, just to yeah. be clear, when you say the lion is out. Yeah. I just want to I just want to make sure because we're living in you know more sensitive times than we used to be. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Are you saying the lion had been in the closet? No, 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 no. I'm. Whatever the lion is, the lion, whoever the lion is, I accept and embrace fully. No, I'm. Mean, That's I good because I do I as went, well. Yes. No, we all do. I went over to the pen. And I was supposed to, it's his, his meat time. And I, well, you know, it's a, the minute he hears the clang of the outer cage, uh, you know, the out that I go into to then feed him through, he always comes over and is right by that door, you know, near the meat tube and was there. And so I was like, oh, maybe he's sick. Maybe he's sleeping. So I made a circulation on the outer part. I don't go in, you know, the outer part of the cage and you I should couldn't go see in him with my time. eyes. I, it is very beautiful in there. I agree. Tim's been in. You've been in, haven't you, Tim? I have. I, it sounds to me like you're not following protocols exactly as we discussed, though. Don't guess if he's in there sleeping. You know we have a double lock enclosure. You go into the safe part first. Then you check. You do never leave that outer gate open. Oh, I didn't. You're getting up my butt again, Tim. I didn't go in. That's not what I said. I said I went outside the cage entirely where the people seeing the zoo are and i walked and i couldn't see him and then i went back in near the meat tube and i couldn't visually see him then i looked on the security camera footage couldn't see him then and i don't know when and where he got out i wasn't able to find how he escaped but i guess i'm asking y'all has anyone seen the lion around the zoo and i just don't think tim it just makes me mad i'm asking here asking for your support and you're already getting up my butt you know, I know we used to date. I know you're mad, but criticizing me right away about how I handled if the lion got out just doesn't feel. I'm sure Herschel's got my back on this one. Well, you Herschel, like to. Does it feel to you like Tim's being overly critical of me? It does feel that way, Tim. That I mean, I don't, I don't want to pick sides, but I guess. I guess I am picking a side right now. Well, yeah, um, you just did. I mean, yes, we dated. And if I'm honest, that's a big part of how you got the job, okay? I'm fond of you as a okay. person. But okay. we okay, never I had... about the side I've chosen then. All right. I'm, I'm, I, feel, I feel good about my... Go team. Well, that's fair. But the lion had never gotten out prior to your hiring. And there is always a walkie-talkie emergency. I'm feeding snakes, okay? I'm focused on what I'm doing. I'm in a danger. I opened by saying, I know you and Herschel are busy with the snakes. Okay, so you know we don't have time for yet again another lion disaster. (laughs) I know. I I don't mean to laugh. It just, the lion disaster sounds like a movie and this is real. 
So it just, it made me, it tickled me because I was thinking like, oh, that's like a rock movie, you know, is like sure. he's looking for the lion and he's got to get the lion back in the pen and like me not lose his job probably. Also though, sometimes I was always, when you said lion disaster, it also sounded like, you know, Fibbin is a lion disaster too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's true. Last time the lion disaster happened, Shelly did lie about it. Okay, yeah. so these all tie together. She said, I she didn't... Was lying about lying. She was. She said she yeah. left I the double that... enclosure locked. When we checked it on the security footage, that was not the case. And I appreciate that I wasn't fired after that. And even after all the times that I was late, you know, and everyone thinks, Tim, that it's just because you and me were together and everyone, like, loves Tim and doesn't want to upset Tim. So Shelly got to keep I her don't. job. I know, I know Herschel. Well, I know Herschel. I know. And, and I honestly don't know why. Herschel, I'm very fair with you. I feel like we're cordial co-workers. Oh, we're cordial co-workers, but uh, you told me I was picking sides. And if I'm picking a team, then, yeah, I've chosen my team. And Herschel, dude, I feel like we should just tell him. Tim, I feel like we should tell you. Herschel and I should tell you. That oh, we... here we go. Listen, I didn't mean for it to happen, but you know the night that we all went to Medieval Times for for Crank's birthday? Yes, I we do. Yes, I and, do. And Herschel walked me to my car. I did. And he was a gentleman and walked me I to did. my car so that I didn't get attacked in the Medieval Times parking lot. Because I, I don't know why. I had a bunch of drinks, but I was like, what if one of those knights with the stores is out there in the parking lot? He's gone crazy. You know, what if they get out? Like, they, if a lion can get out, then a man with a sword can certainly get out. Herschel, well, and you've been car. threatening them, too. So let's it also... Was, I was drunk. I did say some stuff to the to the Green Knight. Because I yeah. didn't like that. Yeah, but he wasn't good at fighting. I was like, spaghetti arms. Yeah, well, yeah, no. and it's... it's walked it, me to my car, and then he did wind up asking me if I wanted to go Taco Bell with him the next day. And we did. And we had been... I wouldn't say we're together. Herschel, what would you... I don't know if we're into labels at this point. I would say, I would say we're breakfast taco friends. Yes. That's yes. your announcement. You got me here feeding snakes and, and a lion run around our zoo and you guys wanted to or tell possibly me. possibly gay. No, I'm saying, the lion might be gay. I don't know because the lion doesn't have a partner. We've never put another lion in the cage. No. Sure. I'm just saying though, if, if that were good for, if, if that were the case, you think about it, if, if we needed anything to just get people interested in the zoo, having a gay lion, I feel like if the lion were out and I don't want to push him out or if, mm -hmm. if he's not out, but I'm just saying, you know, a pride, a, a proud lion or a pride of lions, you know, they say that, that that right. could be a good selling point. Like I'm not a marketing genius, but I just know that like pride and lions go together and maybe that'd be a good way to just draw some draw some eyeballs to come over to the zoo because attendance is down since the last lion disaster which is probably good because that lion's out there right now and i haven't heard any screams yet so it's pretty sparsely attended today which actually probably working in our favor that is working in our favor right now yeah. but i'm just yeah. saying you know if we're if we're talking about ways in which to you know take this uh spaghetti and turn it into cincinnati chili uh, it feels like, you know, seeing what's going on and just figuring out, oh, yeah, right now we have an attendance problem. 
Well, I don't want to step on toes, and I know we're not on the same team here, Hirsch, but the two of you and your sensibilities as far as what draws a crowd or what uh, conveys excitement, announcing that you're breakfast buddies, it doesn't give me a lot of confidence that you also know how to bring people to a zoo. So why don't we just focus on cleaning cages, not getting bitten by snakes, mongooses, uh, letting lions out, all of which Shelly has done, and let's just do our jobs, okay? Well, okay, I feel like what we're what's getting lost here, literally, is the lion. Like, I kind of thought when we got in here, I tell you guys, hey, the lion's out, and we would all disperse and immediately look for the lion. Sure. Um, I'm not saying we shouldn't talk through our issues, and we didn't call, just to be clear, Tim, we didn't call you in here to tell you we were breakfast buddies. That is, it just felt like once we were into it, we should tell you because, you know, honesty is always first in our group. I feel like, like when, when Crank and Miranda broke up, they told us all, you know, during, you know, during that painful time for them, when they were getting their divorce, we all knew, you know, there's a lot, there has to be trust here at the zoo. Um, I mean, I know there isn't in some ways of me because I keep letting the lion out, but hopefully over time, over the years, you know, I just want to earn everyone's trust. So I think me and Herschel lying to you about whether we're together, you know, that wouldn't be helpful to this lost lion situation. Cause if you're picking up vibes, you know, you're not gonna be able to concentrate on finding the lion, which again, I feel like we should maybe shift gears to. Sure. But at the same time, you and I are just lying around eating breakfast tacos. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're painting quite a picture for him, Herschel. I don't know if that's nice. What's no, that's, I, I, oh, I see. I don't want to rub salt in his wounds, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm happy for both of you. Details. Be tails. Who, who's tails? Is that a, is that a term for being together nowadays? I don't keep up. I focus on details. the animals. Oh, details. Details. Okay. Details, not be tails. Well, it sounds yeah. like you're laying together, which would mean you're in a relationship, but he's describing it as though you just sit at a table and eat tacos and, and maybe sip some coffee together. I, I, I There's a big spectrum here as to what your relationship is. And yes, we should go find the lion. Well, we have proceeded to sexual interactions, if that's what you're asking about. Yeah, the breakfast tacos are more of a post-coital thing. And I guess I think about it the same way in an old movie. After sex, people would smoke a cigarette. Uh, for us, the cigarette is a couple breakfast tacos. Absolutely, um, yeah. My my uh, ex-wife and I, what we would do is have toquitos, very similar. There's something soothing about those ingredients uh, post-coital. I understand that. I don't understand why you describe the relationship as more centered on the tacos. It sounds like your boyfriend and girlfriend who also eat breakfast tacos. I think he was trying to spare your feelings, Tim, because, uh, you know... Because of you and me, you know, having also had sensual encounters. Well, also, though, the tacos. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, also, the tacos are really good. Yeah, they are. I mean, no disrespect, Shelly, and I don't don't mean this to sound rude, but the tacos really are the the highlight of the, the whole experience for me. I mean, that's sort of interesting. I guess I thought that was just kind of an afterthought, but now, you know, you can get them without having sex with me. I It all is part of the dance, and 
the tacos really are the climax. Everything, mm -hmm. everything else is the build up too. And oh, so I thought the climax was the climax, and then the tacos were like the falling action. You know, oh no no no! I'm like oh that's like the prologue at the end when the characters like walk along the beach and there's a Bob Dylan song playing. Sure 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 sure. No, I see that, and that's that's interesting because yeah, no, the tacos have always been the the climax the climax for me, and that's not to say that I'm not enjoying everything up until then. It's just that it's the moment the tacos are when I feel like. Ba boom! That is, I, I don't pretend to know how you feel hearing that, Shelly, but I have to tell you that was hard for me to hear. That that hurt my heart. I hope it, uh, is, it is a little hurtful. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little hurtful. I didn't, I didn't mean it as hurtful. I mean, it's it's not me eating tacos by myself. It's the two of us but eating tacos any together. Woman, any woman or man probably hearing that the highlight of being involved with them is getting an opportunity to have tacos. I don't think with anyone's going to, I know, but even so you had sex with them too. And then the tacos with them are the highlight. Well, that's got me asking all kinds of questions. No, I mean, I think it's, it's still a part of the, the connected process. There's, you know, there's, the coital process, and then there's the post-coital process. And I love the phrase coital process. <laughs> Makes it sound very unromantic. Tim was very romantic. Tim would do all kinds of things. Like one time, he filled up my whole car with birds. That's true. He got them out of the sanctuary, put them in my car, because he knows I love them. And then we got them back into the sanctuary after he filled my car with them. But that was I thought that was very romantic. And that was for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I had tried to dye the birds green. That didn't take, but... We... Well, that's probably good, because we would have got caught. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that y'all didn't get caught is really impressive. And also, the fact that your car, the inside of your car, was not covered in bird doo-doo is oh, really yeah, also... Oh, okay. It was oh, an absolute covered. disaster, and I apologize yeah, profusely. Yeah, that was, yeah, was a... fine. I mean, honestly, I'm, the car isn't that nice. You know, it's an old Ford Taurus. It barely runs, and being covered with bird poop wasn't, you know... Well, you know, I just take life as it comes. That's me, you know. Sure, yeah. Now, do we have any ideas where we think the lion might be? I just got word... Uh, <clears throat> I got a text from Miranda saying they think it might be over near the koalas, which oh, would make boy. sense. That's where we found it last time, you know? Yeah, he loves to have a koala, you know? And we can't sure. keep losing them. They, those are a very vital part of our community here, as well as very hard to attain. So all, all hands on deck for the koalas. I felt real bad. I felt, I felt very, very bad when the, when the lion ate koala down the day. I mean, that was probably everybody's favorite koala. Undeniably, yes. And, you know, the not to get too deep into Shelly's emotions here, but, Herschel, I think you're treading a dangerous trail because when she fell for Crank, very similarly, he only liked the morning after donut shopping. He'd never buy them. He just liked to go out and peer over the counter. Ooh, what if we got that one? But they'd never buy them. But he loved that shopping aspect. She took out her rage 
you were there for the medieval times disaster that was just fueled by fury, throwing things at knights, yelling at them, calling them cowards, and bless your heart for walking around of there. I know she tried to paint it as though the night had calmly ended, but these sort of things manifest themselves in things like lions being let out of cages. Well, yeah, I would say that my romantic history here at the zoo has been checkered. I mean, Tim, in some ways, I look back on our relationship and I think, well, I didn't appreciate, you know, you and I had a solid, steady kind of thing going on, but who couldn't fall for the charms of Crank, you know, and and, and that he was married to Miranda, you know, who is the ferret coordinator, you know, that made it complicated but he told me some lies you know he said oh me and ferret like or me and miranda she can coordinate the ferrets but she can't coordinate making a date night with me he made himself seem like the victim you know and then so i got together with him and then i was viewed all around the zoo as the cause of his divorce you know and you know even though we all discussed it openly you know even going so far as to bring in the therapist to talk with everyone about it it wasn't great you know, so I left Tim for Crank, who left Miranda for me. And the next thing I know, I'm with Herschel. Meanwhile, you know, the lion's out. And, you know, I'm probably looking at getting fired. And so all this, you know, I guess what goes around comes around or whatever. Maybe this is, oh, you know, and it makes me think, wow, gee, somebody could be letting this lion out and framing me for it because maybe because I've just been, you know, a little willy nilly with my relationships around the zoo. I mean, I don't, I'm not here to, I'm not here to, uh, to psychic analyze anybody, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, the way that you all are talking about me and the fact that for me, the climax of a, of a night with someone is the breakfast tacos and you're making a judgment and passing judgment and saying that's not the way that a person is supposed to have a coital relationship, it feels as though the way that you all view this opportunity to work at the zoo, it feels as though you all view it as a place to not really to work, but as a place to get into relationships that this zoo is almost like, uh, you know, if Tinder were a place. Well, I mean, we all have to spend so much, you know, that's the problem with late capitalism, you know, we're spending so much time here at work. When are we supposed to have a personal life? So then we wind up just fucking everybody. Sure, sure. Well, do you see see how if you're using the zoo as your own personal dating pool, how someone might say, well, that's that's not what you're supposed to do with a zoo. That's that that's that's not the way you're supposed to zoo. That's bad zooing. Oh, you're the way you zoo is offensive to me in the same way that someone would say, well, wait a minute. The part of the coital experience that brings you to climax is holding hands with a person as you eat breakfast tacos in clothes that you then that that's when you climax, that that's somehow, oh, that you're doing coitus wrong. I think we can all agree that you absolutely are. I I don't think that's psychoanalyzing at all. I think if you told a hundred people, I prefer the tacos as the climax to, as you called it, a coital process, I think most people would say, huh, you might be doing it wrong. 
And that's neither here nor there. The zoo is a wonderful place to meet people. You, if you were to go on a dating site, you'd list down a number of things that you like. We all like animals. If I saw someone gently nuzzling the bottom of an alpaca's chin, well, that does it for me, okay? I'm not going to find that out there on a dating app. So I don't think we all need to apologize for, yes, uh, dating one another here. We all have common interests. That's very true. You know, Tim, you're very... You know, I don't think I appreciated when we were together, Tim, just how, you know, wise and insightful you are and handsome and you're great with snakes and, you know, you never make me feel like I'm an afterthought to a taco. It's not about you being the afterthought to the taco. Mm -hmm. It's you and I eating and digesting tacos together. And I'm saying that's fine and I'm not judging you. I will move past judgment, but maybe that isn't right for me. You know, we all got to, whatever the lion wants romantically is fine with us. And whatever other people want romantically has to be fine with us too. But, but, but if I don't want it, then I don't have to stay in a relationship where I now know that the other person is really just in it for like, you know, the meat and the cilantro as opposed to the me, you know? Sure. Sure. Well, if this is, if this is your way of saying that uh, you want to end being breakfast taco buddies, uh, just just pull the trigger. I, I can take it. Well, I mean, I think that is what I'm saying. And I think I'm saying, too, that, you know, I'm very open. Herschel, if you want, or not Herschel, sorry. <laughs> Woo, <laughs> dated too many people at the zoo. But Tim, if you, you know, wanted to give it, you know, another try. And I'm not just saying this because I, you know, feel like I'm in trouble and I'm about to get fired. You know, I, I really would be interested in giving it another shot with you, you know, after I, we find the lion, after we find the lion. Sure. You know, I appreciate that. But I, as you know, have a harsh rule that anyone with any kind of restraining order from medieval times or other establishments of the, of the like, I cannot be involved with. I go there too much. Okay. I, it's maybe not as much of a yeah, fascination as breakfast tacos, but I like it. I like going there. Sure. It's your cheers. It absolutely is. Yeah, I got I my own style. You go every weekend. I know. I really like it. And, and you I know, found it too stimulating. Well, yeah, that was a, a bad interaction, and it's, it's unfortunate how it worked out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You punched a lot of winches. You really I did, did. Well, because I felt like, you know, when they come at you with those big steins of beer, it feels aggressive, you know? And on the one hand, everybody's like, Shelly, stop drinking so much. And the other hand, the winches are keep feeding me beer. And I just got all mixed up in a muddle in my mind. And then Crank's there with his new girl. And I'm just freaking out, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. No question. But when we repeatedly asked you to tone it down and to drop the dagger and you kept swinging it around at us and saying, I'll take whoever comes at me. Yeah. That was a line that you kind of crossed there and beer or otherwise that that was a little much. Well, you know, maybe you know what, what I'm figuring out and talking to both of you and what you're both saying is, you know, maybe I just need some time to, you know, focus on me and not be dating someone at the zoo. I think that's a great idea. Or, or I'm just going to throw out another, I'm just going to throw out another thing here. You know, again, going back to this idea that you all both seem to have, and if we're just talking, you know, the power of numbers here, I'm being outvoted two to two to one. Mm -hmm. uh, you all see the zoo as, uh, you know, a real life dating app. Mm -hmm. Uh what if 
that's how we present the zoo to the rest of the to the rest of the community. What if we sort of sell the zoo as you know a, a one stop fuck shop? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you know that that would solve our problems as far as attendance because you'd have more people coming because mm-hmm. they they'd be coming looking to looking to you know meet another person and you know if if a if we lose a lion or a koala along the way that's fine because at the end of the day what we're really doing is we're just bringing people together and you know that way too it just broadens the pool for you all so that you know even now we're seeing it Shelly you 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 just sort of hitting some of the same same folks over again you need to spread your wings or you'll be back with me having breakfast breakfast tacos and you know, I'll be having a wonderful time, but you, you won't be feeling seen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, re reimagining the zoo as a fuck shop will help with the fact that, I mean, I think, I'm, I think the lion getting out has now, but based on the screams I'm hearing outside these doors has probably not gone unnoticed and we're in need of a way to refrain, you know, yeah. this. Yeah, I, I gotta say this really went in a direction I didn't see coming from two junior zoo associates. If your job title was marketing, absolutely, let's throw out the idea of completely ostracizing anyone from bringing children to our establishment. But you're well, not. Single people have children. Single people have children. Let's just have you focus on not letting the lion out, cleaning up poop giving food where it's got to go, and maybe an occasional date. And if that results in tacos, good. But for now, if you wouldn't mind finding the tranquilizer gun, let's go find our lion. People who have affairs have children. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, but you're there's... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I do think we should probably get those tranquilizer darts. And we can... You know what? We can talk all this on the way. Sure. I mean, I've had the tranq gun on me. I mean, I keep it... I keep it just because sometimes some of the snakes get a little unruly, and I'll just, I'll shoot a snake. I just, I can't tell you how many times I've told you, do not shoot the snakes. It's you that's putting them down. I didn't, you told me you hadn't done it, and and now I hear you, this is very, could you now please just aim it at the giant lion out there tearing apart our koalas and end this nightmare of a day? I mean, I don't know if I, I, I can, a snake moves a little slower, so... Usually, I got to shoot off about, I don't know, six or seven before I hit the snake. So, you know, that, that lion's moving pretty quick. I might, I might, you know, I might run out of tranks before I even get one near its tail. Maybe you hand it over to Shelly. She's a dead eye, as you know. Yeah, I'm a real good shot from when I was in the Army. Of course, I was dishonorably discharged for, you know, both fucking everyone and like constantly jumping off the ship i was on an army ship so i was always jumping off yeah no i was on one of the water ships but i would always get drunk fuck everybody and then jump off the ship so it's constantly like woman overboard woman overboard so i dishonorably discharged but i was gonna shoot it well uh thank you for your service number one yeah i'm saluting if you're not noticing yeah, well, that's, yeah. Um, Thank you, but guys. But I do think, okay, I, all right. So the plan is, I'm going to take the trank gun, 
We'll discuss the marketing of the zoo as a fuck shop as we walk. We will not. I mean, we don't have to call it a fuck shop. Right, but we're all going to keep it kind of just between the three of us that, that the, well, I guess everybody knows the lion got out. I was going to say we're trying to keep it secret, but this doesn't make sense now. There's enough blood that everybody knows. Probably everybody knows now, but, um, you know, I appreciate the support you got. You know, what I really love is that we do have this kind of communication and we're able to talk everything through, even as a lion disaster was going down. That's why I love working here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel very supported. You know, today I just got dumped. And to have both of you here. It, and I didn't really... I was doing the dumping. Yeah, but you're still very supportive. I know because I believe in you and I really, you know, I still love both of you, even if we're not essentially involved. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that love is a strong word. I, I, I like you. That's fine. Yeah. I think we all respect each other greatly and it's a nice environment here. And I'm glad we could uh, hash this all out while also por- forming a plan to tr- uh, sedate this lion. Yeah. So, uh, Shelly, go, go ahead, if you wouldn't mind, and, and, and show us those army skills and, and end this nightmare. The right. shooting skills, not the drinking skills. Yes, yeah. No reason I can't do both. Well, Here we go. True. These Are Those Tapes is improvised and produced by Wendy Molyneux and David Huntsberger. For more information, please visit thesearethosetapes.com.